0: Drama on One,
1: Sundays at 8pm,
0: rta.ia forward slash drama on one, drama on one. I'm Alan Stanford and welcome to Lear in Longford. We're going to look at the Gloucester story. Now the Gloucester story centres not only around Gloucester himself, but rather more importantly around his bastard son Edmund. And if you take that same idea of Lear traveling down the long staircase, in the Gloucester plot, you see Edmund traveling up. He starts as nothing. The bastard son, no inheritance, no land, no position. He is nobody. During the course of the play, he is working himself up a similar kind of staircase to the point when he very nearly becomes king. And he's only stopped at the very last moment by his brother. So I want to look at a few of the scenes that are quite pivotal in that journey. Edmund isn't in all of them, but the effect of Edmund is. Edmund has decided that the only way he can gain position and power is by destroying the two people who stand in his way, his father and his brother. He's already got his brother under suspicion and on the run. He's convinced his father that Edgar, the brother, wants to kill him. Edgar has now disappeared off into the wilderness and is disguising himself as Mad Tom, the bedlam beggar. Gloucester totally believes in Edmund, totally believes everything that Edmund tells him. He's incapable of seeing things for what they are. He has to learn to see the truth. And he'll do it in the worst way imaginable. He'll lose his eyes. Only when he is blind will he actually see things for what they really are. It's one of Shakespeare's wonderful ironies within the play. Gloucester has stayed absolutely loyal to the king, but he's got a problem. The Duke of Albany is now his boss. Albany has been given basically half of the kingdom. The king is out, gone, finished. So Albany is in the position of king over Gloucester. Gloucester must stay loyal to Albany, but he also wants to stay loyal to the old king. He's got a dilemma. Cordelia, the daughter who was banished, has gone off, married the king of France, and wants to bring an army back to put her father back on the throne. Gloucester wants to stay loyal. Gloucester has to make a choice. And the choice he makes is to side with Cordelia and the king. And then he makes his big mistake. He tells his son Edmund that he has a letter from Cordelia and he entrusts that to the keeping of Edmund while he himself, Gloucester, goes out to help the king on the heath. What does Edmund do? Exactly what you would imagine, he betrays his father to Cornwall. And that's the first scene we're going to take a look at and to help us in that we have Kieran Dignan and Justin McDermott from Carragallan Vocational School. Edmund comes to Cornwall with the treacherous letter.
1: I will have my revenge ere I depart his house.
2: How, my lord, I may be censured that nature thus gives way to loyalty. Mm. Something fears me to think of.
1: I now perceive it was not only our brother's evil disposition bade him see his death, but a provoking merit set at work by a reprovable badness in himself.
2: How malicious is my fortune that I must repent to be just. This is the letter he spoke of which proves him an intelligent party to the advantages of France. Oh, heavens, that this treason were not, or not I the detector.
1: Go with me to the Duchess.
2: If the matter of this paper be certain, you have mighty business in hand.
1: True or false, Uh, may the Earl of Gloucester. And with that simple scene,
0: Edmund has advanced himself even beyond what he could have hoped for. In one simple action, he has got himself promoted from nothing to being Earl of Gloucester. And he's done it the only way he really understands, by deceit and by betrayal. And that was Kieran Dignan as Cornwall, Justin McDermott as Edmund, and I think they deserve a round of applause.